There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that oh, culture? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. The 11th day of culture. Number 11. We are closing in on the day of culture. That is the 12th. I mean, we mm-hmm. have to get something straight. Yes. Everyone is thinking that. The order is important, and it is, but everyone was saying that the first day of culture, which was McDonald's opens its doors Mm -hmm. for the first time, Mm -hmm. um, was the most important culture. I don't think that's necessarily true. Do you agree? No, I I actually would go as far as to say that nothing matters. I would actually, I would sort of put out there, I would throw out there as an option that it doesn't matter actually at all. And that we're sort of just goofling. Like the way in Destiny's Child's song, they said, trifling. We are what I what I would say, goofling. Goofling. Mm, I, would, I, took, I, I went the octave down. Mama, Flimba, we had a weekend. <laughs> Flimba, we, we had a... A Flimba weekend. <laughs> Should we just like, we have to run through before this, because we can't not talk about the fact that basically what happened was... <laughs> On the sketch program you? Saturday Night Live, no, we're not talking about that one yet, because that actually is going to segue into the topic at hand in a that's viscerally that stupid true. way. The day of the day of culture, we should say, we'll segue into the day of culture. Yes, but let's just talk about how basically 
Dua Lipa pantomime railed you from behind and spanked you while your head was in the crotch of Kristen Wiig, thereby creating a Eiffel Tower situation in which you were the middle. That was culture. I was the arm. Is that what the, is that what they call it? I have no idea. I, honestly, I, I, my culture, we speak more a human centipede. Um, you yeah. were, you were what, what, what scholars call the quote unquote best part of the human centipede, which is like right in the middle. That is the best part. That's where you want to be if you're going to be in one. Because you're, you're giving it away, but you're getting it from the other half. It's not Honey. like, because if, even if, if, even if you're the third person in the human centipede, it's like, oh, but see, this has been passed down so many times. I don't know that I'm getting like the experience that I want. Do you think the no. first person does the, the the last person the last person in the centipede has it best? I think the middle person in the centipede has it best because mama, if I'm gonna oh, be oh, in that oh. situation, I want to eat butt and get my butt ate. Here's how I feel about the person in the front. Then they have to kind of speak, speak for the group. You know what I you know what I mean? Like they have to sort of, they, they have to sort of be the, the mouthpiece, the ambassador of the human centipede mm. they have to sort of guess how the other two are feeling and you don't know in the back it's kind of like oh, oh this is just, this is just a three person centipede oh wow we're not making it longer than three i'm just thinking like human centipede at this point it seems indefinitely numbered it's like yeah it's many 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 people that's true or it can be very few people I guess my whole perspective on it is if you're if if you're say if say you're in a human centipede of seven, number two is getting the same experience as number four or five. You know what I mean? Unless number three. If but I'm saying, go on. I'm saying, sorry, sorry. I I I meant to say that the person, the people towards the back, have it the worst because they're getting the most sort of shit handed down shit yeah so you're you're talking about this sort of scene you're very glass half empty about this you're like oh no i'm in human centipede i'm getting poop like sort of in in a, in a line you're getting poop no matter I, right but i'm sort of being, being glass half full and being like i'm eating ass and getting my ass eaten like yeah fuck fuck oh no no <laughs> that that rasp darling dear precious one that precious Ah. one no you're without (laughs) precious one no but anyway yeah it was a very special moment i can't i yeah it was very special couldn't believe it had happened that was i left my body every queer person was watching that being like you're gonna have to applaud for that one that means a lot for people to applaud I live for the applause. You live, live for, for the, the applause. applause like a god. And then what happened next? <laughs> next, oh my god, but 2 days later <laughs> our reigning smiling queen. I am Ms. the Katie the Perry, Katie cat of the of the two Ms. of us. Katie so this was Hudson. wild. Yes, Miss Kate Hudson. Oh, you were in her music video for Not the End of the World with Mitra. With Mitra Juhari, recent guest of the pod, and we did not even hint at that. We knew that secret, and we kept it the whole time. We knew we were going to oh be blue God. aliens in the sky with Zoe Deschanel. And also notice that both of us had, yes, an iconic pop star. Yes. But also an Emmy-nominated comedic actress along <gasps> for the ride as well. And you had Kristen Wiig, the legend. And you had Zoe Deschanel, the legend. Truly? Summer herself. You had Summer. Oh, mama. You were in a music video with summer of 500 days fame you clearly had this with with Kristen Wiig because like she's so top of mind comedy icon but I was standing there looking at Zoe Deschanel and I'm like there was a time in my life when you were 
everything to me. Like I, when I was in high school, I loved 500 Days of Summer. Were you a Zoe girl? Don't even get me started. I didn't love 500 Days of Summer. I was obsessed with she and him. Oh yeah. Her music, I was like, she's so, she's really good. That first album, volume one, start to finish really good. She does an amazing cover of You've You've Really Got to Hold On Me. Mm-hmm. And there's like so many great songs. This is not a test. Sentimental heart. I mean, it's such a good album. Volume two. There's some. There's some cute stuff too. And then she would like. And then she. They started releasing covers. And she. I think she's yes. just such a really good musician. She's the coolest. She's the right? coolest. She, you tell good vibes. She's from her. really cool. Unfortunately, she's so cool. Unfortunately, she had the best vibes ever. It was like very, very, very cool. And then here's a little secret. Here's a little thing that happened at the end, which I want to share. So she, at the end of the video, she gets dressed up as Katy Perry and does a performance. So she comes out in the look and everyone's like, yes, you look like Katy Perry. And she's like, I really do. And so she's in these really big shoes and she's like, this is not what I perform in. Everyone's laughing. So then she does a take of the song and she sings along. She goes, it's not the oh. end of the world. And she's singing along and they do wow. a take. And and it ends. And the backup dancer behind her goes, girl, you are hitting those notes. And Zoe Chanel just goes, uh, yeah, I'm a singer. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, to I'm make a singer. Known. Yeah, I'm a singer. And the, the backup girl was like, okay. <laughs> I thought those backup people were you and Mitra for a second. No, I wish. We we were in the crowd. My friend Alejandro was one of them. Shout out to Alejandro. I just want everyone to give some applause to my friend Matt Rogers' well, Comedia dell'arte. I mean, you were really, I was watching that being like, this is not to use the word in like the contemporary sense, but you were giving like true, like clowning. I was like, this is really, really good. This is like really solid. Like any child would watch that and be like, oh my God, who is that? Like they would like really respond. Like you were giving such good physical comedy. So, and like, it was just so wonderfully executed and you and Amitra were just so good together. I respect that my sister. Thank you, sister. I think that's why I was cast because I am a cartoon, but it was really fun. And honestly, the, my state of being in normal life is Katy Perry music video. <laughs> so it really worked. But let's just say, I also said to Bowen before, I was like, this, the sketch with Dua and Kristen was so genius. We have to shout out all the writers. We have to shout out Fran. We have to shout Fran Gillespie, Will Steven. Wonderful. Unbelievable. And like that setup was just so genius. Like USO concert. And then that shit happens. It was essentially like, like the boy is mine. Me. It's not right, but it's okay. And it was so like just a genius game to think of. And you guys killed it. It was, I, I think she wouldn't mind if I said this. It was a good like half and half thing where Fran came in and was like, I had this idea where it's like a USO performance, like the beginning of White Christmas. But then like you yeah. and Kristen come on and sing. A, and then she called it, you sing it, you sing a booty ballad. I was like, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but okay. <laughs> and she was like, ballad. you know, just like a song that's like kind of like silly and, and, and like about like, like anachronistic. Like she kept saying that, of course. And I was like, okay. And then we were just pitching songs and I was like, oh, it has to be. It's not right, but it's okay. She was like, yeah, let's do it. And then we we brought Will in. Will was very good at pitching the lyrics and all of the cutaways. This mess again. Uh, well, that, that was, I think that was me. <laughs> and I'm very proud of that line because Joel quoted it and then Sudi, Sudi <laughs> quoted it to me too. But then, um, but then Will was very good at um, just writing lines for the soldiers when they kept back to them being like, now help me, is this a play? My favorite was, my favorite was help me out. Is this a play? Very dumb. Very dumb. 
I loved it. I thought the whole episode was so good. Kristen was killing <sighs> it. Oh my God. She in that, the mom I sketch, know. the sketch where it was like, and I got a robe. She to me was like, I loved watching her do sketch again. One of the most precise performers there's ever been comedically, I think. Precise. That's such a good word to describe her. She is like, it's like so, everything has such intention and it still feels fun. Even when, I, when I'm like watching the new season of Big Mouth and she's, you know, mm-hmm. Jesse's vagina and I'm just like, oh, this is like all of Kristen's reads are like so sharp and like they hit and I'm just like, God, mm-hmm. that is so special. And then... I was just, I was telling, I was telling some, some of you guys, this, you guys in, in the, in the group chat, I was just like, I was staring at her at the read through just because I was like, I just need to sort of study this a little bit. And then Heidi and I would go back and be like, oh my God, like it was just so special to just get to watch her like be in her element. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, it was, it was really, really, really cool. This sounds so cheesy. I'm just purely very happy and grateful that like any of that happened. And no matter what, I was going to be mm-hmm. like, this is going to be a fun week. Yeah. No matter what happens. And, you know, we'll see. And it was, it was, it was really fun. And the duo of it all, honestly, she, can we just say, she fucking crushed. She crushed. Like, she executed, like, Dua Lipa at the highest level. Like, her performances were so disco. They were so fun. The staging was gorgeous. Her dances were amazing. The costumes were phenomenal. That levitating, ugh. Yes, but she was unearthing, like, all these, like, 90, that cheetah print bustier is, like, from the 90s. I forget who, but it's, like, this, like, vintage item. And then, um, I guess, I guess, but the, 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 the levitating thing was is ostrich feather Valentino, and then she wore like Mugler. Yes, Mugler for the fucking promos. I mean, she looked so yeah phenomenal. Was so good at in both performances of the songs. I'm a dumbass, and I've rewatched the levitating performance oh a million times. And I was like, ah. See, that's me with Don't Start Now. I've watched the Don't Start Now performance a million times. It felt like yeah. a party. I was like, oh my God, wait. There's been some really fun musical performances this year at live shows. Like, this is insane, but I always say Doja Cat at the Billboard Music Awards, I thought was a slay. Doja Cat at the VMAs was a fuck. I've seen that performance a million times. Incredible. She has impressed me so many times. Megan at of the course. BET Awards. Like, there's been so many amazing performances. But Dua doing Don't Start Now at SNL, you could tell what she was like happy holidays like at the end when she when she was like dancing i just feel like that to me it was so clear to me in that moment that don't start now like it could win record of the year at the grammys like i think it's got a really good shot it's 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 a party over a year and it still feels fresh and fun and like oh yeah i i will say this it's really a party i told her that as soon as i met her As soon as I met her after um, Fran had pitched, gotten in before me and pitched the sketch to her after it got picked and Dua was like, yes, I'd love to. And like, I'd love to be there for blocking. Like that is very generous. Yes. Hard worker queen. She was like, it's a live performance. I'd rather be there. And we were like, of course. And so she was, she was going to stay an extra few hours to block. And then Mm. I like walked past the hallway when she was walking out. And then uh, someone on her team, I think was like, oh, this is Bowen. He's, he's going to be in the sketch with you. And was very cool for like two seconds. And then immediately was like, I have to tell you this. Studio 2054 was my favorite, favorite moment experience of the year. It made me, it came out the week of Thanksgiving. It made me feel like I was 
dancing. Like I was at the club with my friends and like, I think that's what, and like, it just made me realize that you've been doing that the entire year. Like even before the album dropped, mm, like yes. with, with physical and with don't start now, it was just like, <gasps> like you are bringing back this, like, cause remember yeah. for the longest time, all of us were like, God, like, don't we miss like bangers, like all killer, no filler pop records. Cause the last one before, cause for the longest time, what was tiding us over was like, Emotion, I guess, by Carly Rae Jepsen. Something that was just like, like yeah, beautiful. And the and Kim Patrick and Kim Patrick, of course, in terms of pop bangers, right? But yeah. then like a duo just like delivered on it in a way that was just so thoughtful and so carefully curated. Have you you have to watch the Song Exploder episode on Netflix of her talking about love again? Oh, I heard all Excellent. about it. Yeah, Matt Whitaker was telling Excellent. us about it actually. I feel like um she what she. she put out like yes it was all hits but it was also of a concept yes. you know what i mean it was it was executed concept and also it was a, i think it was a huge improvement over her already debut, fucking great yeah. debut album so I, you know what i think i think she won best new artist and took it really yeah. seriously and she was like okay like i actually got this and i want to make it worth everyone's uh time and anticipation for my next album she came back her images her concepts are fully realized the music is fun it's good it's varied like you know the whole thing is fun to listen to and it's what you said it's actual hooky mm -hmm. pop songs but it doesn't feel like it no. sacrificed anything to execute what it was exactly. as a piece of art and then i was just i kept telling her i was like throughout the week and she was just so warm and cool and just like I very very deeply understand boundaries more and more but it yeah. felt like she made me feel comfortable enough to tell her multiple times throughout the week like thank you for future nostalgia thank you for coming here thank mm -hmm. you for being generous with your time yeah you, what you've done means so much to me and my friends. Like this was my, this came yes. out during lockdown at a time when I had no anchor on my own, like joy or emotions or anything. And like, it truly like the fact that you pushed the release date up meant that you cared. Mm -hmm. And I was just like a benevolent queen. Let's just say, I kept telling her, I was like, I don't do this with, <laughs> with, with any of the musical guests that come through, <laughs> but I have to tell you how much like what you do means yeah, to me. Yeah, well she's means to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yes. Well she kept she kept everyone like having fun Ugh. with music like for the yes. longest time. Like in terms of like like so many artists gave something different and special this year during pandemic times. And also, you know, it is a choice to release your music during this time, knowing you could hold it back. I mean you could you yeah. see artists doing it. Like no one like, like people everywhere are holding their albums back and you know we don't hear from some of the major artists. But everyone that did was amazing. But Dua did it from like you said mm -hmm, the year prior. Mm -hmm. Like it was like all throughout the year she sustained herself she stayed in the conversation and she deserves all those grammy nominations and to be honest with I'm you rooting i'm rooting for her. for her i we always say like who really cares about them but i am rooting for her um as many times as possible and i say that on a podcast where we did an entire episode devoted to folklore i Me love too, that album too but now if she can win next year with evermore as like a way to honor them both maybe she should because future nostalgia is the truth and if the weekend isn't in there then you know, in terms of what we feel, I mean, Future Nostalgia yeah, was the album. I, I believe so. I Oh my God. I'm sorry I went on that huge duo tangent. Well, 
When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted, Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas. That's Chime.com. 
Chime.com forward slash culturistas. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp Bank NA or Stride Bank NA members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Out of network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com slash disclosures for details. It's the 11th day of culture. Uh, it's the 11th day of culture. And speaking of the future and of blue <gasps> aliens. Not, Not for, for nothing. nothing. But can we say Segway, Segway Kings. Kings? Name another legend. <laughs> Name another legend. Segway down. Oh my God. Bitch. This day of culture is, it's a twist. What, Bo? I was, no, I was gonna. Wait, you, can we say this bitch got me a Nintendo <gasps> Switch and I did not get him a gift and I, we said because, we weren't no, doing I gifts said, and you sent we me We said we weren't doing one. gifts and I was like, Matt doesn't have to buy me a gift because Matt went above and beyond for my birthday, which was very, pretty recently. I wanted my sister to feel frost, like, a frosty, like a frosty girl, girl on, on 30th, my 30th. For and sure. My sister came through, really came through. I bought my sister, my precious one, a Nintendo Switch because I want him. Because This girl got me a Nintendo Switch. I want him to enjoy the works of Shigeru Miyamoto before, before an exciting historic moment comes up. And we will talk about this later. Oh, we're, and we'll be talking about that one. I was just going to say that um, we're recording this on the first day. It's been a while since we've recorded. We're recording this on the day after Vulture came through and gave us a cute, very, very lovely, oh my lovely God. write-up, mini write-up. <sighs> um, thank you for that, Vulture folks. We love you very much. It made us very happy very very because we were even yeah. you know because we, we we've even said on the pod where like i i am very proud of the fact that um we have stayed goofy and stupid and silly but tried new things on the podcast this year maybe by necessity maybe because of pandemic stuff but um you know it, it still feels fun it still feels new and i love my sister I love my sister first and foremost and the way it kept me going all year knowing that I was going to see my girl. And also to be honest with you, I love the 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 way we do do this weekly and I know there was the tug of war that was are we going to have me go to the east coast, you come to the west coast on and off. And now I kind of feel like I'm kind of loving the situation of we keep it topical yes. and can speak to each other and the readers in yes, real time. Yes, of course, I agree. I think we solved we you answered the big question that was sort of set forth before we embarked on this iHeartRadio journey. <laughs> Thank you, iHeart. And we love iHeart. We're talking like it's the last episode. This is the second, second to last. last episode of the year. But um, wait, I do want to say just to Vulture, just so I can voice it as well. Like that was really, really nice, especially this year. And everyone that was excited for us that they named us number one that said you've been listening for, you know, upwards of four and a half mm-hmm. years now. That's just the coolest. And we do love you guys so much. And it is the highlight of I know my, my week for sure. So it's just we love love doing this and we love all of you so much and with that in mind we give you our 11th day of culture um let's give the sing in on the 11th, on the day, 11th of culture, day of culture it was date unknown james, james cameron, cameron gets, gets an, an idea. idea the idea avatar, avatar. oh my god oh 
This was such culture. A gift. This was beyond culture. This transcended this gift. Oh my god! It transcended all of time. It touched music. It touched imaging. It was three D. You felt like you were there. That was the you big thing like about this there. one, Bo. When you bought a ticket to this and put the yes. goggles on, you felt like you were there. And at you really walked out of that theater thinking. Maybe this song, I See You by Leona Lewis, will be as big as My Heart Will Go On. I don't remember the melody. I don't remember the hook. Girl, I know the entire song. We send prayers up to Leona. She goes, walking through a dream, I see you. She is giving you the drama of it all. You couldn't tell her she wasn't singing My Heart Will Go On Part 2. Celine, Celine <laughs> returns. I really wish Leona Lewis all the best because she also sang the theme song for the American release of Final Fantasy XIII called My Hands. My Hands? How'd that one go? My Hands! My my hands, they will not oh. let me go. They will not let me go. It was truly epic. It did not really fit with what was going on in the video game at all. You could tell they had just pulled from her album and they were like, this will work. And it's, it's a tie-in and it's like a way to like sort of broaden the market for this game that n- no one's going to think is actually good. And it ended up being sort of a failure. But Leona Lewis was there and they, oh my God, you girl, you have to look up on YouTube if they're still up. These ads of Leona Lewis playing the damn video game. This She's playing Final Fantasy Thirteen <laughs> while the song is blaring in the background and she's going this is so fun she does not know has no idea oh what the God. fuck is happening and it's like oh this is gorgeous like <laughs> that is culture wait that reminds me of did you ever see the video of her like well she it's like a, there's an interview of her that i watched which was her being asked about and this was recent uh-huh, that i uh-huh. watched it yes i was looking at leona lewis interviews yes, recently yes, of course. okay that's how it's fresh in my mind but she was being asked about being a part of the avatar movie and she goes well i'm a huge film buff huge and uh, first of all i thought that was go so off funny. Just like she probably is, but like for her, for her huge to be like, I'm buff. a huge film buff. So I had been, and she was like, and I've been hearing about the film quite for quite some time. And she, so she, she knew about the film. And then there's like video footage of like James Cameron and Leona Lewis, like walking around, like whatever, like soundstage, whatever. She was like, she got to see like the early plans. She was like, well, I got to see all the early plans. And she, I was really, it made me sing it even better. I feel like it made me sing it even better. And so then it's her singing it and you're just like looking at her sing this insane bridge where it's like um all the colors of life and of life have them all oh my god she's just like screaming ever the word Uh, evermore okay she was first And she is, she is screaming and in her eyes, you can just see that she's thinking of Pandora, you know, she's like, so she's just like, she, her arms are like searching. She's like, it, I'm here. I'm on the planet of Pandora. I'm with the Navi. I'm here. It's the tree of life. It's all happening. performing the song. She was riding the banshee before all of us. Speak on that one. Speak on that one. Okay. So girl, wait. This was a gag of my life when we went on Flight of Passage. Uh, before Avatar we moved on to Flight of Passage, the way we impassionately yes. spoke about Leona Lewis, she needs to return. 
The enthusiasm is there. That's because it's rule of culture number 100. Leona Lewis, Leona Lewis must, must return. return. The enthusiasm, the enthusiasm is, there. is there. I I We wish her all the best. She sang Bleeding, Bleeding love, love, bitch. There's no disrespecting. There's no disrespecting Leona Lewis on this podcast. On this podcast? That's actually no, not going to fly. Never on this podcast. And you ask why? Because she sang Bleeding Love. And that's a timeless classic. That hook. Timeless. You can't beat that hook. Keep bleeding. Keep bleeding. Keep bleeding. I mean, people uh, people could work their entire life and never do get that shit out. Like, th- like this is the thing. Like, James can't. They, they come up to you and they, you're, imagine you're a vocalist and someone comes up to you and says, James Cameron mm-hmm. wants you to sing this song for his new movie that's going to be historic and crazy and a blockbuster. You say, yes. You also are told. And by the way, you're sort of the Celine Dion of the project. <sighs> Because that's actually rule culture number nine. Leona Lewis, Leona Lewis was, the, was Celine the Celine Dion of the of Avatar, Avatar project. project. Which is huge. I hope she makes a return in the sequels. Do you think they'll do that? I would pray to God that there are more ICU-esque type songs. Because ICU gets paid dust and it is such Mm -hmm. an epic big stupid ballad that we need to respect more and you can't listen to it on spotify you cannot you can't why i don't girl you act like i don't look three times a week i am always (sighs) trying to listen to icu i'm always at all times trying to listen we have two we have two change.org petitions that we have to start readers are you listening one yes spotify put icu on spotify now, post post haste, and the second one is James Cameron. You must bring Leona Lewis back for at least three out of the six forthcoming Avatar movies. Okay, so now that that's out there, let's sort of move on in the mm, four minutes we have left in this episode to cover this. <laughs> this movie. Would you remember when you first went to go see Avatar and all the hullabaloo? Well. I mean, I think I got a ticket the second week it was out. Because do you remember 2009, Christmas 2009? You couldn't, you mm. couldn't not want to oh go to the movies. Like, what a time. A, total opposite of what's going on now. Everyone was trying to go to the movies. Oh my Everyone God. Everyone was trying to go. This was Christmas movie. This was holiday movie culture. This was, this yes. was a big ass. And also like everyone it being like it's the follow-up to titanic i feel like <laughs> created this furor of like even yes. if the movie was bad which we could talk yeah but even if that was and is the case it didn't matter because when i tell you i was weeping with the navi when that tree got burned up by those evil humans Mm-hmm. I, I was so on the side of the Navi. It was unbelievable. I was like, I'm ready to leave Earth. I'm trying to live amongst the Navi because they get yeah, it. Jake Sully. Yeah. Which, by the way, people tell me I look like Avatar version of Jake Sully all the time. That's not a. That's not a bad compliment. No, I think it means people want to fuck me raw through the hair. Come on. Okay. okay and let's talk about this part. Mm-hmm. Can you? You know how sex feels amazing. Can you imagine feeling it on the tips of your hair? Imagine feeling sex in your hair. I used to do, when I was doing stand-up more like years ago, I, I would do a whole bit about like 
how incredible it would be to feel sex in your hair. Like, you know when you wash your hair, it feels so amazing? Like, even <sighs> when you scratch your scalp, you, bitch, the avatars, they they have sex. The Navi, excuse me. They have sex with yes. their hair. That probably is the most euphoric feeling. Mm-hmm. I can't mm-hmm. grasp. Because <laughs> sex famously feels good in our butthole, which hurts. Meanwhile, hair, honey. <laughs> the hair don't hurt. It shouldn't. No, no. don't hurt. Because you got those nerve endings, bitch. Come on. I would die for that. I have to I have to allow some time for you to talk about Flight of Passage. For us to talk about Flight of Passage, but Flight of Passage is for you. I was there with you. No, you you did your first time. And I remember being it was crazy how bad I felt when you were there because you were doing like an improv with Michael type Hartney. Thing. Yes, and and co. So it was Chrissy. I think Chrissy Shackelford was there. Wasn't Sunita Mani there? Sunita Mani was there. Michael yes. Hartney was there. Eric Gerson. Um, Eric Gerson. Yes, yes. That I was mean, a when you guys thing. were all doing that, when you guys were down there, and I knew you were going to do Avatar: Flight of Passage before me, I was literally, I was on the verge of tears. But then we, you. So what was it we went like? Together. By the way, for everyone that doesn't know, what we're talking about is the number one main reason why it's good that Avatar exists is because there's World of Pandora <laughs> at Animal Kingdom at Disney, and you go, bitch. And I'm telling you, here's a tip: do a little bit, microdose a little bit of mushrooms, or take an edible. Go there oh, towards absolutely. dusk at night when it's starts getting bioluminescent you will gag and then you get on avatar flight of passage which is a motion simulator where you ride on the back of an ikron which is those beasts and you are gagged yes the moment of the ride is there's all this stimulation happening you're flying through canyons next to all these giant monsters but then you go into a cave and then your banshee perches in the cave for a moment and there's Ugh. a silent, peaceful moment where all of the little flowers start to float down. It's beautiful. Truly beautiful. You're riding it so that you feel it breathing between your legs, by the way. Do you, do you think that's sexual? I think that's a little sexual. Baby, I was horned up on the ride. I was ready for sexual intercourse. I knew you were. So horned up. And, but anyway, it, it, it's unbelievable. And we did not get to experience it on our first, my first time, not your first time. Yes. But that's okay. That's okay. Um, Because we both had thrilling experiences. And ultimately, this is one of the best theme park rides I've ever been on. And the gaggery is at a high level. And um, thank you, James Cameron, for having the idea (laughs) for Avatar. We don't know when. That's why it's we an don't iconic know data unknown. sort of twist. Date unknown. Mm-hmm. Date unknown. Well, I think we can leave it at that. There's not much else. There's not much else to really talk about when it comes to Avatar. I mean, you can you can make fun of it all you want. We're not here to do that. I do just want to throw one thing out there, which is we just yeah. have to say the two words, which are Zoe Saldana. Zoe Saldana. Thank you, Avatar. Never forget that Zoe Saldana had Oscar buzz for her performance as Neytiri. It really almost happened. She she deserved it, and um, she she was incredible. But we luckily have a million more sequels with Neytiri, uh, Zoe Saldana as Neytiri, and Kate Winslet, who allegedly has. Did you hear about this? She now holds no. the world record for most time 
with your breath held on screen. She held her breath for over seven minutes for one of the Avatar sequels. James Cameron made her do this. I am convinced he is trying to kill this woman. Seven minutes? She held her breath underwater for seven minutes. Kate Winslet, Academy Award winner. Oh my God. And you know what? We are rooting for Kate. At all times. At all times. There was a time when she was a Woody Allen apologist and we were like, Kate Winslet, careful. But then that she was since tough. come around yeah. and said, I, I was wrong to do that. I mean, when and she now, turned around in that hat in Titanic, <laughs> she had the gaze forever. She gaze forever. And I should say that I'm not even saying that, you know, it's Kate Winslet is responsible for the actions of Woody Allen. But I'm just saying that she is without flies from now on. Yeah. And as, and now we get to look back on Titanic and go, the hat, <laughs> the as hat. soon as the hat, as soon as the hat came out of that car, she was with us. The best thing James Cameron ever did was write in the script. J- Kate Winslet turns around in a huge hat and her first line is, it doesn't look as big as the Mauritania. She has a complaint. <laughs> Icon. My coat. One of her my lines, coat. one of her first lines, my coat. Yep. Very good. Very well, good. Well, to J- this is day 11 of the 12 Days of Culture, our penultimate day. And to James Cameron and the entire team behind Avatar, we say, I want to thank, thank you for giving us the best For giving me the best Culture. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.